How you doing, everyone? This is the You Are Here podcast, episode 66 of the podcast. My name is Mike, and we're here. We're here. You Are Here podcast, episode 66. Find the podcast on www.youareherepodcast.co. We cannot afford the M. Yeah. Um, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube with the video. Everywhere you can find a podcast, you can find the You Are Here podcast. So go check it out. Let us know how it is. And we hope that you have a good time. Now I'm here. You're along for the ride now. Baby. I'm here. We're all Tap here. In. We got Dave here. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Let's get a doing little better. news report. Beep, 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 beep. We're on the scene <laughs> with Dave Lino, <laughs> cooped up in a New Jersey um, woodsy, woodsy. I don't know where you are right now, dude. You are, I think you moved like moved 20 again, times bro. within the past week. <laughs> yeah, dude. So how, how have you been doing? Doing all right, man. I'm doing better. I uh, we moved. We're we're safe. Mm. We're um, I just made cookies. Ooh, cook. I left some warm cookies on the stove top. Uh, yeah, you know, big fans of peanut butter. So the peanut butter cookies. Mm. That's a thing. I got my jug of water here. I got a little water. Taking, too. I've been taking in liquids. We started doing shots of uh, this antioxidant juice. Oh, that's good. Uh, Tastes yeah, terrible. A lot of vitamin C. Tastes terrible. Tastes like like the hardest, grossest shit. Perfect. Uh, that's how you know it's working, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, yeah, I'm doing the podcast with you now, bro. I just had a live that was really awesome. People really supported me. Who'd you have? Shout out Huston, um, Ariel, um, Ray, Jess. Uh, uh, Tristan, uh, uh, Sam, ah, Sam Molina. Damn, uh, a lot. Yeah, everyone was really supportive. Shout out to all you guys. Uh, Andrea, yeah, beautiful man. Yeah, dude, why does awesome, man. why does everything that's um good for you taste like terrible? <laughs> dude, you know what? Let's let's, let's 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 name some. Let's there's actually some good like vegetables and stuff. What? Let's name some good vegetables. Cauliflower. Uh-huh. Okay. Huh? Ca- love love cauliflower. A nice cur- like a curried cauliflower, dude. Curried cauliflower. Any cauliflower steak you can make, slice it real Ooh. thick, and then you sear it on both sides in a oh, pan, yeah. dude. Some garlic oil. Oh. Uh, uh, chimichurri sauce you make. Oh. That, that shit's dope, dude. Damn. So good. Cauliflower, I love. Broccoli. Broccoli's dope. Broccoli. Broccoli's great. Uh, asparagus. Asparagus is good. Asparagus love is it. good. Squash. Yo, asparagus, though, doesn't asparagus make you like. Something Excuse me. your peace smell. It's your peace smell. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Yep, that's what it is. I was like, I don't want to say Why something wrong. That? I don't want to say something wrong. <laughs> it smells like ammonia or something. Your, ammonia. Your Dude, when I sometimes I when I drink coffee, it. I get that coffee pee. What? No? Drink no, some what black is coffee co- pee? Black coffee, dude. It smells like coffee. You're peeing coffee. Are you serious? Yep. It smells like coffee? Yep, yep. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. never smelled that. It's that liquid asparagus. That's because I take my coffee sweet, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Dude, we were talking about on the live, uh, the major thing that came up was like, uh, Austin asked me if I was being like creative or I was like uh, writing or whatever, whatever was coming. It's like, what projects are you working on? I was like, really nothing. Like, not much. There's nothing really going on right now. And I said, the reason being like, I'm not really inspired to do much, like other than once in a while write a poem, like if I'm compelled to or... Yeah. I barely journal at all. Same. I don't really like sing. I don't make music. Like I don't paint. I don't have much going on. <laughs> like those aren't things I would do normally. Um, so it came up like my question was like, what do you do? Like how do you how do you move through this thing when like creatively, if you're not if you're not like uh, inspired, mm. like. Is it, is it better to just sit and make a thing happen? Like, no matter what, like, I'm going to de- dedicate an hour a day to writing, let's say, because mm. eventually I might feel better. Or do you wait until, like, I don't know, you accept what's going on, you feel like your creativity surge back up, and then you do it when you're, like, passionate about it? Like, I don't know. That's that's my big question. And, like, yeah. the way I've always worked is I do it when I'm inspired by something. Yeah, It's a surge of passion or something. There's like a yelling at me, like you gotta express this, man. You gotta get this out. Mm. 
so I've been like waiting on that and that moment hasn't really come. And, uh, yeah, but now I feel it more after talking to a bunch of people than I did before I did that. I think the key for me is to like continue to reach out and not like isolate, not like lock down. Because when you think about it, most of the things maybe you get are from, you grab from different experiences, different interactions you have, right? Totally. So if you're not, if you're not having any of those, then like, Mm. I mean, you're doing a disservice to yourself. You know, totally, you gotta, you gotta totally. get that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like definitely. That. You're less fortunate now to g- get those feelings and like those, you know, little like yeah. situations happen. For sure. For sure. Weird. I think, uh, that and working out, dude, like oh. th- those two things are important to me. Like reaching out to a bunch of people, like yeah. constantly being in or just having conversations with people and then like working out, dude, I started working out. Hey, everybody who's having a hard time right now, like not working out. Download um, the Nike uh, Training Club app. I need you that. can download it on any app store. I'm and it's free it. right now. Like all the trainers, the premium stuff is all free. And uh, we started training with shout out Benita Gorzo. She's like this crazy fit woman who's just like super woman. And we did our first like workout of hers, like a strength training workout. And it was like a circuit training. And all you need is like you can you can have weights, like like free weights or you have nothing. Like you can just use what you have in your house. And she teaches you like she t- she does like I think it's like five classes a week, and uh, they're all like pre made already. So you just hit the video whenever you want to do it. The one we did today was like twenty seven minutes, bro. I thought it would be a joke. I thought I'd fly through it. My legs getting up the stairs after the shit, dude. I could barely lift my fucking legs. Really? She tore my shit up, bro. But I feel better. I feel like after i burn like that and i work out like i need to work out dude yeah i need to be running all the time dude like i need like lifting weights or something you gotta tell me like you gotta like you gotta like threaten me <laughs> like you have to threaten me dude because i'm <laughs> dude you know what i ate today dude what'd you eat wake up for some breakfast yeah a bagel make a whole sandwich terrible okay terrible okay that's okay that's okay all right so you you, you think hey this is my, my cheat today, right? Uh-huh. So the family orders pizza. Oh, I love pizza. All right. Man. So, I, you know, I didn't eat. I got, I picked the, yeah, health, would you I picked the healthy slices, right? <laughs> what are the, the healthy, healthy slices? slices. You know, like a those? margarita slice. Yeah, okay, got you. Yeah, and like, are... um, uh, we got like a gluten-free kind of, I don't know. I was like, hey, gluten-free. Okay. Hey, that's, there cool, we go. Cool. There we go. How many pies did you guys get? You got pies or you had slices? We had, well, we usually like save them for a couple of days. Oh yeah, that's but the I, shit. That that, that's the worst though, because I don't want to eat pizza for a week. <laughs> yeah, All right, but then you think I'm gonna stop, dude? And then I I sit there, I start watching a, a movie. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I gotta break out the chips. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta break out a chocolate bar. You right? got to, bro. I have to because it's the salty and the sweet. And if you have the salty, and I really sweet, have to. You're set, dude. And how do I feel? Terrible. <laughs> I feel awful. And hey, is this the first time I ever did this? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. No. Dude, it definitely isn't. Uh, no. I need to like dude, a, someone needs to threaten me. Do you ha- are you do you have like uh comfort with food? Do you feel comfort with food? A lot of people do. You know, what? I heard someone say this recently. They said yeah. they they're like a bottomless pit, dude. And like, I could just eat all day and never be full. And it sucks. I feel that way too, man. Especially when I work out, dude. I feel yeah. like, hey, hey, as soon as this workout's over, guess who's hungry? Yeah. Me. Dude. Oh my God. And I can eat anything, everything, and I won't stop. I'll throw up. <laughs> my body's like, you're hungry, man. You're hungry. And I'm like, dude, we just ate pasta, bro. We just ate. <laughs> It's been yeah, an, only it's only been out. an hour. Why do you need another yeah, meal? Dude, I don't dude, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. And there's dove chocolate I have in the house. I oh. have like a bag of dove chocolate. That's oh. my shit, dude. That's the problem. And if it's like a bag in white form and it's like you can just grab oh. it in those little wrappers, no. That's a problem, Stop. Really. I've been walking by every time I walk by, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's one. It's only one little square. <laughs> like I've had twenty squares today. Dude, I, I downloaded I've at least gotten good. At like, because we work at the cafe, and usually, like, yeah. I walk out there, I'm like, I'll get a cookie. 
And I'm like, oh, I'll get a fucking piece of cake. Oh, I'll get a fucking sweet ass coffee. I always walk out of there with something. But I've gotten good at just being like, I'm not. I only eat, like make food because like I work in the yeah. morning. I only eat like yeah, yeah. breakfast and like that's kind of it. And mm. have like black coffee or like coffee with little milk and like that's all I'm gonna drink and like eat. Okay. And I don't that's leave good, with dude. anything. I always, I literally, I'm like there alone and I look at everything. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard dude like it's crazy i've always it had, is hard, bro. i love food and it's you know but i really need like someone to just like say hey you're you're fat dude <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't need, i don't think you need that bro dude i, I need it need that. i i don't think i so. suck I think you need right now dude i have no motivation here's the thing bro like, and i really want to that, but i just I don't did, i don't have motivation for this shit either i'll say i, I want to any, but I, i'm yeah. just like i uh, know and, and saying it and doing it is two different. Saying it and feeling yeah. like you're ready for it is two different things, bro. It's two different things. Yep. I could say, yeah, like I'm ready for this, and I I'm bullshitting myself so badly because I'm not ready for it. I'm just saying the shit out loud, hoping that I'll be ready for yep. that shit. I downloaded this app, another app uh, called Lose It, and it's an app where you just you're 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 uh, calorie counting. So I input all the shit that I consume in a day into this app. It takes like your weight into account and your age and everything. Really? And you can, uh, yeah, and you could calculate like what you've eaten. If you want to lose, let's say, like ten pounds by by July, uh, it'll tell you like the certain amount of calories you're supposed to take in a day. Really? Or you, like if you cross that, you're not going to get to your goal. Goddamn. Um, Cause it's all, it's all biology. It's like, if yeah. you put in this amount of calories in your body, everything has like a label on it. You're going to know what you're putting into your body. If you log it every day, you know exactly what you ate during the week. And you're not like, damn, why do I feel fat by like Friday? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're like, Oh, I, I took in 200 calories extra every single day this week. Of course I feel a little weird. Yeah. Uh, so it's been helpful, man. Just like logging my calories and, um, working out again. It's a shit. Yeah. I got to do that actually. I, you know what? I was a I lot more cause... fucking fit when I had an app like that. Oh, for sure. It's you, crazy because I would it? check my, I would check my like walk, my like steps and like my, how much miles and stuff I would walk or whatever when I mm-hmm. run shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting up there. Like, I was doing like 30k every day. You know, like going in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, I have nothing. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I know, dude. Which is weird. But you can't go on hikes right now, right? You can't do anything, dude. At this point, I don't give a shit, dude. I'm going. That's it. Yeah. No, I don't care what anyone says. I'm going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm wearing a mask. I'm wearing gloves, and I'm gonna go. Dude, what else? Thing, what else bro. can you do to me? I don't know. I don't know. I'll bro. wear a hazmat suit, how do you, how dude. Do, how do your parents feel about all this? How are they doing? They go on walks. You know, you know. One day I went down to my. I was. I was. Uh, I was up here in my room, and I went downstairs, and my dad's in the basement playing guitar. And I just see my mom walking in circles around like the counter. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm like, I literally was like, are you running laps around the counter? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, oh God. this is it, dude. It's going downhill, man. It's getting bad. <laughs> At that moment, were you scared? Were you like, oh no, this I, is it. it was different. I was like, I, was, I literally was like, are you doing that? Like, I knew exactly what you were doing. I was like, wow, you're doing that. And I was like, you know I what? Do what you got to do. Ugh. It sucks. It sucks. But they go on walks and stuff around here. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they how do they like feel about day. all of it? Like, do they, are they, they want to open back up or they, what do they feel like? We should, we should lock it down more? Um, I tend not to get into any like, I don't know. I, I kind of don't talk to them much about like things about happening like on. that. It's kind of more about just yeah. like being in the moment here at home. Yeah, yeah, me having to get yeah. things for them, and uh, I don't know. It's I think they're they're very they they see both sides of it. I think we all kind of yeah. see we kind of see the pros and cons of each side, <coughs> right? Yeah, where it, yeah. It, it, it's smart yeah. to kind of lock down and everything. Um, but also like there we we can't be like this forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you been watching anything? Anything? Are you inspired I, by anything? Right, right now? before this, man, it inspired me a lot. Uh, I read the book in middle school, uh, but I just watched the film for the first time. It's uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, you just watched it for the first time, bro. Yeah. Come on, Mike. Dude, it was 
Really fucking good. Isn't the good. book amazing though? Book's and amazing. The, the movie's great. The movie's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really what fucking good movie, man. Um, the director. I uh I started looking into like a lot of the um uh the uh auth- I I want to get into this kind of topic. Um, I want to get yeah. into like I noticed a lot of movies are based off of like or adapted from books, like a great right. great amount. Like Godfather, like like so many books are like some of the best movies ever. And I was always thinking of like yeah. how hard it'd be to like take um like a like any book and like really change it and like do the best thing for the adaptation, you know, to like oh like a, to make a screenplay off of the book. Yeah, like right now I'm reading. I've been reading this for a while. It's a uh, if Beale Street could talk. Yeah, and yep. I saw the book. Uh, I mean, I saw the the film first, but I wanted to go back and read this, and yeah. I. I, I forgot I even saw the movie because I was reading this and I started getting glimpses in my head of like, the actual movie. And I was like, wow, was like, I forgot that I even like connected these stories at all. You yeah. know? So maybe <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it felt like it was kind of at first, like, I guess it, it does reign true, like the uh, director that chose to take that screenplay on. Uh-huh. It kind of like they did the, like the book justice, you know, that like I can remember, yeah. like without even remembering like what it was about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I found this uh, this clip of um, I actually found this channel today. It was um, what's it called? It's called uh, Behind the Curtain. You ever hear of these people on YouTube? No, no. They all their videos are basically, um, I think it's they do different series, but um, the titles are usually like how I wrote, and then it's the movie title. So, oh shit. Um. He, this guy wrote wait didn't this guy write fight club too chuck palahook no oh yeah bro. yeah 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 so he um and he wrote he wrote that movie he wrote the screenplay for perks i think really wait no maybe not i think i'm mixing things up different if you did let me even chabosky wrote uh the book yeah 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 that. I don't yeah, know yeah. about the screenplay. No, wait, he was... Oh, he wrote it and directed it? That's crazy, actually. He did? About that. Yeah, wow. Um, But I want to go into... He kind of answered my question with this because I thought it was like a very hard thing to do. Uh, um, can I share my screen and maybe we can watch this together? Yeah, if, you could sh- if it works, for sure. You should it. be able to. It'd be awesome. Hold, hold. You see? You see? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can see myself. We're good? Yeah. All right. You can still see? Yeah, I can still see. All right. Let me know if the sound isn't working or not. Okay. I would take the book and go through and use a highlighter to highlight all the stuff. Like, I want to use, I want to use this, I want to use that, because the book has got a lot of stuff and it can't all go into the movie. And then sort of use that as a guide and then sit down and stare at a blank screen for hours on end. Any novel has the advantage of being able to, to describe both external behavior and internal behavior. Screenplays don't have that luxury at all. It's watching external behavior. So even if you're faithful, to a novel and a scene feels like it's faithful to a novel. If it works on screen, you have made changes to it. The thing that comes out with adaptations is you have to work as hard as you do on an original script. If you turn into a producer, director, or studio executive, an ungodly mess that's really faithful to the novel, you're gonna be replaced by another writer. If you were to die right now, how would you- That's kind of the clip I saw. Ooh. You know, okay. I was just very, yeah. I don't know, I was very, because when I thought about like taking a, like from a book, it makes sense to like follow so closely to like the story and stuff. But hearing him mm-hmm. say like you're taking the best, you know, kind of things. Yeah. Um, it kind of turns into your own thing. Because I thought like it's, it's, it's almost like, oh, you're taking from the book and you're making it, right. you know, this thing. Right, right, right. But it's, but it's, I'm sure it's even the same thing as like making your own story. Did you see anything in Perks that was like, seemed like a new moment, but it reflected the book? Like a, something that you were like, oh, I remember from the book, but it was different? I read the book in like middle school, dude. So yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. okay. I don't think I can really spot it, but I mean, it seemed pretty like, a, like accurate to the story. 
for the yeah. most part. I, I, just, I saw the movie mm-hmm. before I read the book. I always, I don't know. I like when, when I'm like, when I'm like inspired by a film and I'm like, oh, I want to read the book. Yeah. I, as soon I'm as I see now. the film, I want to read the book. And then you go back and you read the book and you're like, oh, they never, they didn't bring this into mm. the movie. This, this wasn't in the movie at all. This is a whole new layer of, of the story that I didn't, I had no idea was even a thing. And then yeah. you go watch the movie again and you're like, wait a second, that character's been carrying this around since like he was five. And I know because the book said so in this one moment that they didn't bring into the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's like, there's like secrets the book will give you yeah. and layers that the movie won't because mm. it can't. Um, yeah. That's interesting, man. Really interesting. I always liked that though. I always like watching the movie, going back, reading the book and then checking out the movie again. Yeah. Was the, wasn't the Rose Garden based off of a poem? Yeah, it was based off a poem, but it like super loosely. It was like, yeah. um, how was like the process of like, like what was that like idea kind of? It was, I wanted, I wanted to, um, I wanted to write a story with two people. I wanted it to be a super personal story, um, and the idea of like this, this, uh, the one that got away thing kept like snapping in my head, like, like. Uh, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was just like an idea I had that like the unfair quality of like time and relationship and how a circumstance could come across and time will always move forward and derail or, or separate two people in a relationship. And if you return back to that relationship and time has moved forward, what would that relationship be like now? Um, because everyone I think can relate to and like get really personal with like, oh, this relationship went south uh, for, for whatever reason, a multiple multitude of circumstances that, that probably were out of their control or they made a choice that they didn't see. You know, one person made a choice, didn't see, didn't seem like it was a big choice or like a groundbreaking choice, but it pushes you away from a person. And then, uh, you know, later on in life, you realize like the older you get, you realize like, wow, that was a, that was a big change I made in my life. I, I, that one little decision seemed so little, but it was a big decision because it, it, it pushed me away from a person I really cared about. And now looking back, I miss it. I regret it. I wish I could see what it's like uh, or see see if we can connect again. Mm. And um, that was the thing that was like buzzing around in me. And then I found the poem. I was looking at poetry, old poetry, but, and then T.S. Eliot I found. And then I found uh, four quartets, and then I, I honed in on this one section of that poem um, when he spoke about this rose garden. It was exactly, I don't know how, but like it was exactly what I was, like it was the idea I just spoke about in, those, in that long-winded way, in a poem form in four lines. It was like, uh, it's, he said, footfalls echo in the memory. So footfalls, I imagine like footprints echoing in the memory down the passage you did not take. So the choices that you made that pushed you away, the down the path you did not take towards the door you never opened into the Rose Garden. Um, so f- from then on, it was like the Rose Garden for me summed up everything about that situation, about missing a connection because of a life circumstance and time moving forward in an unfair way but as it does for all of us. And then, you know, with the hope of seeing what that relationship would be like again, that's what the film is. That's the life that went, that's the path that life created that you were never on. That's where the Rose Garden exists. So the lead character that I played wanted to go visit that Rose Garden, the path that he never lived and see what it was like and see if he could could live there. Very like, it's very visual. Like, I don't know, I, I just picture like, you like look back and there's like mm. footprints behind. Yeah. Yes, man. Yes. You think there's and different? The do you think there's different rose gardens? Yeah, I feel like they happen all the time. I feel like all every time you make a choice, dude. Like, think about it. It's yeah. like a parallel universe theory, but like that that theory that like in 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 a different universe that parallels this one, you have made every choice basically you can make in these unlimited amount of of of, of uh, universes. Yeah. So. Um, you know, you uh, you never left uh, Australia because your parents decided they were going to stay, and then they had you, and then your life has changed dramatically forever. And like 
all the choices that you've made in your life, let's say, since you were born, you could have made a different choice. You could have never talked to me at the cafe. You could have been like, uh, no thanks, bro. Leave me the fuck alone. And um, that, you know, this thing that we're doing now would be a path that was unlived. Yeah. So who, who knows where we'd be? Who this knows? This is a rose garden for uh, sure. Yeah, or, or, or the path that, you know, you never went down the path, the path uh, down the passage you did not take towards yeah. the door that never opened. The uh, passage you did not take in that circumstance, or, or past relationships where you walked away from that, or you know someone walked away. There's a life that's that exists if you fantasize about it, if you think about it, where the choice was made differently. And what would that life be like if you were to visit it now? Like you, obviously, you can't live that life because the choice is made already. But if a person is like willing enough or uh, is, is obsessive enough or so passionate that they want to see if they can make that life happen again, the truth is that time has passed, that you've already begun living this different path. You can't go down a path that you haven't lived before. Like It's happened already. It's, uh, they, that person's moved on in this direction when you've moved on in this direction. And you can't revert back to age 18 and, and walk that path anymore. Like you've passed it. You're trying to circle back now and see what that rose garden's like, like peeking over the wall. Yeah. And to be honest, like that wall is you can't climb that wall. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. too tall. And if you really um, like think about that kind of like if you are like circling back to that thing, how yeah. like instead of going down, I guess you could look at it as like everyone's going like this way, like the forward way. Right, right, right. But you're trying to like veer off slowing exactly. down your shit. Yes, yeah, sir. You're, wasting. you're pausing your you're shit wasting. completely. Yes, man. Now that's that's. There's a cool film. The the thing the thing that I think about with that is like it's easy, especially for the hopeless romantics out there. Shout out to all my hopeless romantics <laughs> out there, dude. We out here. Hopeless romantics synonymous. But the thing is, like for real, like it's easy to fantasize about what it would be like if, like, life is set up in such a way where you don't go down a path. If you fantasize about what it would be like, the what ifs become very attractive. They become very, uh, you fill them with all this this beauty, this beauty and this positivity yeah. and, and 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 perfume and like, it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's a rose garden. Uh, now, how come our reality isn't infused with the same thing? It's because it's so specific and real. You can see the dirt on it. You can see that it's not it's not perfect because nothing in life is perfect. So it's easy to look at the thing you don't have and say, oh, man, but if I could and how many people fall into that trap, dude, like, you know, uh, walking away from things that they have in their life that they they're that they're they're gifted with walking away from them to go get something else they think is more attractive and more appealing because they don't have it. And then realizing that it's not all roses and then coming back to the thing that they were gifted with and seeing like that thing's moved on too. you made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, uh, life is, is set up in that way. I think the movie Midnight in Paris by Woody Allen. Mm. Um, have you ever seen that before? No. Oh, Mikey. Okay. Midnight Write that down. Paris. I want you to watch that. Midnight in Paris. Beautiful film, dude. Probably my favorite Woody Allen film. Uh, I, I Actually, yes. My favorite Woody Allen film. It's about this writer. American writer goes to Paris. Owen Wilson mm. plays the writer. Goes to Paris. And he's like, it's before he gets, he's getting married. He's with his, like his, his girl and he's with uh, his girl's family. And like, all he wants to do, he wants, he's a writer and he's in Paris. And like, this is where young Ernest Hemingway was. And like fucking uh, Fitzgerald, uh, uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald and, and Zelda Fitzgerald. And, and uh, you know, all Gertrude Stein, they all used to be in Paris when they were young. And they were like, it was this hub of, of American writing. Yeah. And, um, He's there, and all he wants to do is experience the city. But all his 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 girl and his and the family wants to do is like go on tours and shit, and he, he doesn't want it. So he dips out one night in midnight at midnight, and this magical thing happens where like he goes back in time, and like I won't give it away, but the thing that that story like opens up your 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 thought process to is like I'm very very into history, and I think it's because of the hopeless romantic in me. Uh, I fantasize about these like past cultures and it's, and I say out loud, 
man, wouldn't it be beautiful to just go back and see how simple it was and, and to live amongst these people? And like, that's the time I wish I was born. I wish I experienced that. It's easy to do that, I think, because you're not there. But the film really opens up that thought, like that, that idea, that the human instinct to like, would it be beautiful if I lived then? Like, wasn't it prettier then? Wasn't it, you know, more incredible then? Yeah. And those people say the same thing, you know? Do you think we're the first, simply like the first people in this moment in time in 2020? Like, do you think we're, it was only us who say like, Oh man, I wish I could like go back and like yeah. be a part of the Renaissance. Yep. Like see like Da Vinci, all the time. his paintings and shit. No, man, Da Vinci was probably saying to himself, I wish I could go back and like see like the tutors and shit, you know? Like yeah. It, it, yeah, I don't know. But that that idea was really cool. Yeah. I I think I got the film. I gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah. I think I have that on my list. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna check that out maybe tonight. Midnight in Paris, dude. I don't yeah. know where to get it though. I'll Netflix, find it. I'll sure. find it. Yeah, um dude. for perks um i don't like i had a fucking i don't know i i really liked like i feel like you f- like felt for that film too like a lot i don't know i got i got oh, a lot yeah, of you from that no. yes sir yes sir i i feel i the the writing the writing like uh the book i fell in love with the the uh the main character like yeah. like uh i really sympathize with him man i you know, it, it's written that way. I think that you do. That's yeah. why it's a good book because you're really, you're really all in on this guy. Like you just want him to have friends. You just want him to succeed. And like, yeah, right. he tries all the shit just to, just to be accepted, man. Mm-hmm. And he takes a lot of shit to be accepted. And that really, uh, moved me a lot. Yeah. Like there's a moment in the film where he, he's kissed by, uh, his, who he thinks is like a really close friend at the time. Yeah. Who was his close friend because his friend is struggling and he's using, yeah, he's using yeah. the main character, you know, he's using, uh, Charlie as a way to like, just feel loved in any, in any way in that moment. So he gets kissed by him. He tells him, no, it's okay. It's okay. But really he's so damaged by that because his aunt, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the film, like three, two, one, turn it off. Three, two, one. Uh, molested him when, when he was yeah. a, a young kid, you know? So he's taking the damage of that, carrying it around. And he's having these depressive manic states. And, uh, yeah, man, it's a super movie. Yeah. Stuff like that is inspiring, man, because it, it makes you realize, like, you know, a lot of people go through a lot of shit yeah. that I don't, man. And, like, I, but I can relate. Like, yeah, right. carrying around damage like that, I can relate to, dude. For the sake of others or to be accepted, I can absolutely relate to that. And it, and it wakes me up to the fact that a lot of people have it very bad. I, you know, I, I probably have seen growing up like a lot of kids that that wish they could just be accepted and did a lot of fucked up things just trying to be accepted and um you know i stumbled up uh, across a picture of uh of me when i was like i think like eight or nine uh-huh. i think i was in fourth grade oh i was in i was in third grade i was in the spelling bee and there was a picture uh i think my father had of me from that spelling bee and in the picture, there's this, 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 he was a kid at the time. His name was Justin. And he, uh, we, we were kids together. We grew up together, went to summer camp together. And we were never really like super, super close friends, but I'd see him all the time because we went to school together. Duh. And uh, he ended up in high school uh, committing suicide. And I, I, when I, I, I don't know, like when I was younger, I didn't think about it a lot. Like I was, I was always kind of, uh, like it scarred me, yeah. But I never opened up the wound to see like how bad, yeah. And I, I when I saw the picture, I'm 29 years old, and he's not, and it made me think like maybe something was going on there. Obviously, that I I didn't I wasn't privy to because I was a kid and like I was I was into my own things and I was just having fun on the playground or trying to make friends with another friend group or trying to be accepted in my own way so i didn't check in with him or whatever you know yeah, like yeah because he seemed like such a popular dude and he seemed like he was doing so well and uh you know charlie in the film like he struggles with the thoughts of like ending it because of what he's going through and i just it, it just makes me think man it's weird that we're talking about this because i was thinking about this today yeah um this this uh 
like wanting to stop everything because because things are you're, you're having a hard time with life. Yeah. Like people will stop things for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I just think life is it's too it's too it's too uh, important, man. It's too yeah. beautiful. Too it there's too much there's too much potential for life in a second. You can experience literally fucking anything in 10 seconds right now with me that you can never fucking predict and like to snuff it out and be like, nah, no point. It bothers me. Yeah. But I understand. I'm not saying like, I don't, I don't, and I'm not trying to be harsh, but, but like the thing that keeps me going is, is like life is too beautiful, man. Like there's too much potential in a moment. Yeah. I believe in moment, dude. And like, I think that's what that that film did that really well with like those thoughts that uh Charles was having like yeah you know uh you mm-hmm. kind of see him like fight that you know yeah with both sides tries to fight especially it. when he like admits it to like his the the one girl yeah. Sam and he just says like yeah. oh yeah my friend you know my best friend blew his brains out or some shit yeah and like he's just like yeah. it's so, such a normal thing to him and for him to yeah. it's probably just like for himself it makes it even like easier for him to think about even doing that you know yeah I mean? man and seeing yeah. him like fight that throughout the whole thing man it's i don't know i i, I found it really just it explores so many different like i think relatable emotions that's just like I yeah don't know. man it's, yeah. it's tough because because a film like that and a story like that it wakes you up to the fact that you're not the only one hurting right yep. charlie is too you know he's a fictional character it's so specific that it becomes real. Charlie's hurting like in different ways, maybe or different circumstances that have hurt him, but he is hurting just as much as the person who is not accepted by, by the group that they like to be accepted by, or even when they are accepted by the group, like to be loved by a person or, or whatever. Like we all feel that we're silly to say we don't. And we yeah. carry ourselves around like, ah, no, nah, I'm good, bro. Like I got everything and I'm, I'm good. Like you have the problem. You, you, you're on your own, man. I never heard anything like that. We've all felt that, dude. To different extents, but we've all felt that. Yeah. And uh, a film and a story like that is beautiful because it's vulnerable. You're ex- people, the, the, that that boy is is going through it, and he's expressing it through circumstance. You're seeing him act, do things to try in an attempt to be accepted, to be loved, and. Uh, when it doesn't go his way, you see his spine start to break. You know, yeah. when 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 it starts to fray at the edges, when when he starts to um, remember what happened to his aunt instead of bury it. And yeah. the lesson there is to you have to, in a healthy way, find a way to express the the damage that's been done to you, or you will fray at the ends. Mm. You know what I mean? You you yep. you become you become dangerous. Yourself, yeah. You know. Uh, I really uh, I really was yeah I really related to that like that bottling. And just like yeah. stowing away, yeah, yeah, like crazy man. Yeah, bro. Um, I had a yeah. You sorry, go, go you go, you go. I had like this crazy thing happen to me where I wasn't, I wasn't. It, I talked about this last week, like I don't, or two weeks ago or something. Right? I don't, I don't know that I'm going through a thing, yeah. And I don't know it exists in me that I'm holding on to it, and then something happens where it explodes out of me, and uh, I had this full blown fight like face-to-face scream match with uh, uh, someone who's close to me. I won't say who. Um, because of what's going on and, like, the way I was being treated, I felt like wasn't right because, you know, like, through 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 all this, this quarantine stuff, I've been being very safe. Like, I don't come over your house even though I want to come over your fucking house. And it's because I don't want to get you sick or your parents. And I don't want to – if I am a carrier, yeah, don't risk thing, spread it. For yeah, I just I just – I don't know. I, I'm just trying to play it safe, and that's my way of dealing with this. Yeah, controlling it in my own way. Um, and I had this this person in my life who was like pushing me and trying to get me to, uh, in a joking way, pushing me. It happened last month. And I moved and like I, you know, whatever. And I've I've moved you know back to where I am now. This person was here. It's not my parents or anything. Um, but this person was pushing me again and joking in a joking way. And I warned this person like, hey, you know, I'm not going to be here with you, you know, making fun of the way I'm choosing to deal with this. Like, I'm not happy about it. I don't want to do it. But like, I'm just trying to distance myself and be safe. I have 
you know, I want to take care of everybody. I want to take care of my wife. I want to take care of myself. And like, I don't want to get this. I don't want to die. So like, just, just give me my space. You know, it's not funny. It's really not funny. And I said it in a joking way at first. And then I said, uh, it kept happening. And I said, um, within a minute it kept happening. Hey, you know, bro, like I'm going to blow up. And I'm just telling you now, like, if you keep doing this, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to blow up. I'm just giving you a heads up. Um, and I don't want to, man. Like, I really don't want to do that. I don't like conflict. I don't want to fucking blow up. Yeah. I don't want to have to, like, defend myself. But it was about setting a boundary. And uh, it kept happening, kept happening. And, like, the fourth time, I was like, all right, fuck it. <clears throat> I'm blowing up. Like, you did this. Not going to be treated this way, whatever, whatever. Got this close to each other's faces or screaming at each other. And, uh, you know, there was a resolution. And uh, things are better now. Um, but it took me like when it flew out of me, when I was like expressing it, when I was communicating it, I was so clear headed, bro. Usually like I get super beat red and mad and like, all I see is red and you've seen that, but it wasn't that it was like, this is how I'm choosing to live. You're impeding on that. This is what I need you to do. This is my boundary, respect it or don't, but move away. Like that was it. And it was so clear-headed, bro, but it was so packed with emotion that I didn't know I was burying for the past, like, two months. Like, I don't like the way I have to live. I don't like not being able to give you a death. It Last time I fucking saw you, which was, like, a month ago, I don't like ha having to uh, uh, worry about my, my parents every day and, like, my grandparents. And I don't like this shit. I don't like a, a second of it, bro. It pisses me off. It makes me upset. Um and, and those things I wasn't expressing were buried in me. And I was just pretending to be like, it's all good. And like, keep, keep smiling and, and, you know, make everyone happy. Yeah. And because I didn't express those things, they came flying out of my chest when I, when I was impeded on with the way I'm living. And my, my, the thing that came out of me was, I don't even want to fucking live this way, man. But you're fucking with me because I mean, I, I'm choosing to. Like, I don't like this. Yeah. You apparently don't like it either. But don't fuck with me. Yeah. And uh, it came out in a fight. And I wish it didn't. I regret it. Yeah. Also, I'm glad the boundary set, you know, because now we're both clear on like how to live. I don't want to become, you know, yeah. I have it's a fear of becoming like an asshole. It just feels like such like a waste man. of yeah. It's just such a waste of like I don't know. There's no point. Like it's, it's so easily oh, avoidable man. that it's just like annoying to do that. Because some people, you know, some people genuinely, if maybe maybe they're afraid for whatever reason. Maybe maybe they have their own fears, and the way they handle it is through humor and through and through. Yeah. Ah, dude, we're gonna be fine. This thing is like it's made in a warehouse, and like it's just the government trying to just fuck with us, and like no one's dying really, and and that's their way of of, of uh, you know, getting through it and 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 bringing light to it, and, and maybe it's not as big as a threat in their mind if they just talk, tell themselves it's not as big as a threat or whatever. But you can pull up the numbers and see, like it's kind of scary, man. Like anyone can die right now, and people are losing people. Hey, man, if it's scary as fuck. If twenty-two-year-old like star athletes are dying. And Harvey and Harvey Weinstein, quote, quote unquote, survived it. Hey man, I would be scared. So I'm saying, I'd be bro. safe, dude. And, and I'm trying to, I'm just trying to play it safe, man. And I think uh, you know, people that aren't maybe they actually do believe like uh, it's not a scary thing and it's not real or whatever, and they believe that wholeheartedly. I don't think that's true. I think they're seeing what's going on, and I yeah. think they're just choosing to say a certain thing and, and make humor and. That's the way people deal with situations. Yeah, and I understand, and I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say don't do that. If that's your way of handling it, like cool. Everyone has their own Just way. Just don't of do doing it near me. My thing is, don't make me the joke because it's not funny to me. That's my point. Yeah, it's not funny to me, and I had a. Um, I didn't have to do that, but I did that. I made a boundary, and it was respected by the other person, and like we're all good. Like yeah, we're all good. Um, but it was an event. <laughs> it was an event dude pay-per-view yeah um fuck i wanted to say something oh what was it I oh i was i was you were talking about um you were kind of going back to those um kind of like older times and stuff do you uh, do you ever go back to like old family like pictures and stuff like that dude so, anytime i can so my, my my mom the other day pulled out a bunch of old 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 stuff from the last time they went to Poland, which is where my family's uh -huh. from. 
and they had a lot of like old stuff I haven't seen yet, like old pictures of my dad, my mom, um, when they were young, like that whole family, dude. It's like, oh my god, dude, these pictures, the film, dude. Did you did you catch that? The what? You're talking about something about Perks of being a wallflower that he talks about in the film, and in the, the book. Wait, what part? When he's uh, one day, uh, uh, these pictures will all grow, will all grow up, and these pictures will be just old photos, and 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 and. Yeah, oh, man, yeah, yeah. you gotta find the yeah, quote. You gotta yeah, find quote. I don't know how to find that. Fuck. Oh, dude, yeah. I'll look it up. Oh shit. But yeah, I was going through these things and like, just seeing like, I don't know my 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 dad's family and my mom's family and then like as like young, like holding uh-huh. me and my brother and stuff, yeah, and yeah. going going to those places. They were talking about how like they they for, like I my memory is so bad already. Like I probably don't remember a memory like fully past the age uh-huh. of like 12 uh-huh. like i really don't remember anything man i remember yeah, yeah. weird like little glimpses of moments even as like a bait like really 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 young you know yes yeah. like, like not even like single digits like i can remember some like very specific moments. i remember a few things too do you have one you can say right now like a specific moment i remember i remember being held by my mom and she was sitting on the couch and i was we were looking at my brother and my brother was playing with my dog we had a dog his name was max he was like a german shepherd pure german shepherd and all i remember is the dog was like trying to bite my brother's head (laughs) and like it was it was bad it was bad not a good thing i remember one time but this is like one of the, the the running jokes every every christmas every thanksgiving my parents always like everyone in my family always just is dying laughing at this i hear it every fucking year it's always oh. I'm I'm like jumping on my bed like naked. I'm like five years old, and I don't want to go to school. <laughs> and I'm like just jumping and yelling. And I remember yes. that. And I remember doing that. You remember it? Yeah, I remember doing that. Oh man, I uh, I remember like very few things. But I remember like this one time we had a my mom had a uh, Sesame Street uh, pushed the heads down like it was four heads with like Bert, Ernie, Big Bird, and like. Uh, Oscar the Grouch or whatever, wow. and I push it. I was little. I must have been like fucking a year old. Wow, really? Push the head down and it pop back up. Push the head, push the head down. Another head will pop up. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I remember we were just sitting in the hall- hallway. She was sitting on the floor with me. It was like a cold linoleum tile, like cheap floor, and uh, she was just playing the, the push the head down game with me. Like I remember that so specifically. You know, those are crazy moments, man. It's weird that you can remember that. Yeah. I don't know why. It's a significant moment. Like, why do you think you remember that? Because it's a sweet moment. Yeah. You jumping on the bed at five, not want to go to school. It's like, it's funny. It's cute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Naked. That's fun. I got the quote here for you. Yes. Uh, Stephen Chbosky. Um, I know these will all be stories someday, and our pictures will become old photographs. We all become somebody's mom or dad. But right now, these moments are not stories. This is happening. I can see it. This one moment when you know you're not a sad story, you are alive. And you stand up and you see the lights on the buildings and everything that makes you wonder. And you're listening to that song and that drive with the people that you you love most in the world. And in this moment, I swear, we are infinite. Yeah, dude. Those old photos we come in like. I wrote like, that. I actually wrote that fucking the end of that quote down. I put this moment. Uh-huh. I am infinite. I wrote that. Uh-huh. Fuck. Yeah. That's There's a beauty that's in good, moment, man. man. We gotta find ways. I'm talking to myself. To to, even in these days, dude, with what we're surrounded with, going to the same place, living in the same spot, seeing the same thing every day, whatever. It really is a new day. There really is new things happening, like yeah. in front of you. If you slow down and smell the roses, dude, there's going to be something to be grateful for. I swear. I know it. I know it. And I'm telling myself that because like, I don't do it enough. The days blur. But like, I'm grateful for today. I'm grateful for this day yeah. and this moment. I'm really, truly grateful for, for this conversation. And like, you waking that thing up in me again. That's, that's, I, I want to remember that. Mm. And, uh, yeah it's it's yeah yeah just try to try to try every day to slow it down and find that one thing to be grateful for that's new it's there if you look i swear it's there it's there there's something there 
like in front of you. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. I th- yeah, also, it's also, a practice. Also, I don't know, I want to throw in there's just like like with the with the poem, like the rose garden thing, it's like all those like different paths. There's so many different paths in the day. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Like there's there's so many different things that you can do that'll lead to something else. For sure. And there's definitely like lights at each of those, you know? Yeah. So man. don't lose hope, you know? Yeah. 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 And reach out. I'm gonna do more of that, dude. I need to do more yeah. of that. That's that's fuel for the soul for me. I need mm. to reach out more. Um, thank you for everyone reaching out to me, man. You know I'm an isolating sucker right now. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you you kind of need to be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but there's know. ways to. There's definitely ways to reach out without you know, risking one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I'm not saying to everyone. I'm just saying like, just people you feel comfortable with, or you're inspired, or you feel like you should. Yeah. Um. Dude, another thing I was I was going through with like the old pictures yeah, and everything too, was um I started looking at like old uh I was I was calling with my brother we were looking at old cartoons we used to watch. Oh man! And they were like old like what did you used to watch as like, a kid, like growing uh, up? Uh, Little Bear. Oh, Little Winnie Bear. Winnie the dude. Pooh. Oh, the old God. tapes. Uh, Five Will Goes West. That mm. was an old old VHS. Um, Franklin. Yeah, Franklin, that dumb, yeah, that dude. dumb turtle. Yeah, and then when I was like getting into my like my tweens, it was like, "Hey Arnold," oh. you know, that was like my guy. Hell yeah, that shit was my show, dude. Yeah. That was my <laughs> show, bro. Hey Arnold was it. <laughs> what would you watch? I, I kind of the same stuff, um, but I was I was surprised at how many like my parents made us they didn't make us watch but they just put it on for us like a lot of polish kid channels oh wow and kids shows there was one called uh it was like my favorite one it was called kozorek matowek uh-huh. which mean i actually don't know what the whole name means but it's it was basically like this white goat and he would like just go on like it was kind of like a tom and jerry show and he would just like uh-huh. do these random things and like i don't i just remember so vividly like watching that stuff there were so many other ones that I, I don't know the name of, but like I just recognized, like I looked up on YouTube, like the videos of them. And I'm like, holy shit, there's so many. And, and then I was going into like what they watched as kids. Yeah. And it was like some of the, like those same kind of cartoon things. It's so weird looking at those because they looked so, obviously the time period was very like old communist kind of, you know, Europe, Poland. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, it just looked like it, man. Like it looked, it looked like, like very it. like minimally... You know, like those, like the, no the screen cards. I don't know. It was just like really weird. They showed like yeah. army and like war. Like I don't know. It was it was interesting. Shit. Just to like go back to that and see yeah. what like they watched and stuff like that. You got a huge Polish influence as a kid, man. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of families get away from it, right? Like a lot of yeah. I know a I lot mean, of Italians. I, like I lived get with away from my it. I lived with my great grandma. She raised me like yeah, when yeah. I was like you know twenty. So um, that's where I got a lot of that from. She kept you in, in yeah, the every culture day, every day. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I learned. I never, really I never cool. opened a book or you know learned anything. Polish, yeah. But I know, like, you know, I'm like half fluent. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we were growing up. Like I got my my parents and their parents were like, they were trying to transition as fast as possible. So they they were full. Didn't speak Italian. Oh, they they were like Italian. Like they spoke. My, my great grandparents came from Italy and they spoke and I would I'd be by their house all the time and I'd hear him I hear them speak to each other and but they wouldn't speak to their kids in Italian. They wouldn't they refused to speak to their kids in Italian. And um then my parents obviously like spoke barely any Italian or no Italian. And um yeah, I just wish like I, I had a touch of that. Isn't that kind of sad culture. when you like think about that? Very sad. It's man. like those Very people sad. came here to like, you know, live this life and everything but they're losing they're sacrificing their culture their you know yeah yeah it's very i don't know it's so tough it's cool to think like we're immigrants like our family is immigrated to this country yeah to give us a shot to like write poetry you know like to do whatever pursue our dreams like that it's it's that's a cool thought. That's a humbling thought. Oh, like, yeah. Like, they lived their full lives busting their ass in, like, a shoe factory like my great-grandfather and fighting in a war yeah. so that I could live and, like, talk to you on a podcast and and, and yeah. experience none of that, you know? None of the hardship. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. We gotta, I have a quote for you from Van Gogh. Yeah. I'm diving back into Van Gogh because he inspired Hit me. me. I'm just trying to find little pockets of life that inspire me. Van Gogh said, as we advance in life, it becomes more and more difficult. But in fighting the difficulties, the inmost strength of the heart is developed. Whoa. Yeah. The strength of the heart is developed in, the di- in fighting the difficulties as we grow old. I think life does get more difficult, to be honest. I think my life was way easy when I was 15. Yeah. You know, if I could flash back to 15, I'd tell my 29-year-old self, or 29-year-old self would tell 15-year-old self, like, my brother, like, enjoy everything around you right now, man. I promise you that girl is not going to be around. I promise you, uh, these, these, these grades, you should, you should, you know, care more about them and less about being accepted by people around you. And like, you got a good thing going here, man. You got a real good thing. And, uh, you know, you get older and then things start to change. And yeah, that's a hard, just more, that's more hard. That's a hard thing. I find uh, sorry. That's a hard thing. I find like Mm. the balance with is like that, that that telling that younger self like just live you know like live what you're doing like live it how to many the times were you told that when you were young so many and you never oh, never dude. know what that fucking means <laughs> yeah dude yeah yeah what i mean you're mean, still here dude? you're still young you're, we're still young yeah but like you don't know until you get old it, you don't you don't experience hardship in life until you well i mean you experience hardship in life but it's different I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. It's different. I feel like life unveils itself to you in layers like an onion. And like the older you get, the more layers fall off. And you find like, oh, really? Life is 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 this. And then it evolved again as you get to your, you know, your my late twenties, I'm in now, about to be 30, and like like uh, you know, just new things happen and you think of different experiences. You think of different things that could happen that you never thought of when you were 18. And, and now that's something that you have to focus on. And, and I don't know, life, what I'm trying to say is I think life just has a way of, it gets a bit more difficult as you get older, but you're also more aware of things. So it's like a reward. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. No, I get you. Here, this is, yeah. I wanted to ask you another question and I think we're like an hour in, so maybe we can Perfect. wrap this up real quick. Perfect. Um, thought about this i was uh what's one emotion or trait you'd like to quote unquote master emotion or trait yeah an emotion or like personal trait you know what i mean that i'd like to master oh i want um, I'll, I'll say mine i want to say yeah commu- go ahead. i want to say communication okay because I, I think a lot of things that, a lot of problems I, I that develop in my life, past problems I've had were a lot from a lack of communication. Yeah, and that, I got you. You know, and like I, I just want to figure out how like, it's so simple to think that you can like, you can just solve all these problems just by like saying what you feel and just asking, you know, how can we make this better together? Or yes, how can we yes. Do this? You know, it's a simple thing. Yes. But yes, it is. But in in the way of that is there's there's just so many things. There's fear. There's um, guilt. Hum, like I, like a cockiness. I don't know. Like a, so many different things. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I got you. That's me. That's a great one. That's a great one. Communicating. Um, a trait. Oh man, you know what? If I can master self-love that mm. would be the one. Oh, that's big too like there's an absence of self-love in me since i was baby baby boy and if i can master that you know i'd be a happy man forever yeah because then i don't need to please anyone or do anything that i don't feel there'd be no sweat i just i just i would love to master <laughs> self-love Damn. loving the person i am for yeah. who i am this second flaws and all if i could do that that would be the one that'd be the one 
Well, Dave, that's a great I, question, Mike. Dave, I love you for who you are. Hey, I love you too, man. Thanks for exactly man. who you are, dog. I mean it. Soon we'll love each other, ourselves for what we love, for what mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. And we'll get there. And we'll we'll get there. there. It's a process. Yeah. All it's right. a process. All right, Dave. Are you gonna come trim my hair, bro? Because it's just crazy. I can give you. I can show you what I learned. You gotta. You gotta give me the scrape up. The scrape. All right. I'll bring my safety scissors. I wear, <laughs> wear a mask. <laughs> well, all right. Well, this is the. I guess we'll end it. That was nice. That Let's was nice. It, that was a quick one, dude. What the hell? Oh, quick. That that, that's, that's a mark of a good one. That's the yeah. mark of a good one. Yeah. Well, hey, that's the You Are Here podcast, episode 66. Yeah. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, YouTube, www.youareherepodcast.co. We cannot afford the end. And this is Mike, and I'm signing out. This is Dave. I love y'all. Peace. Peace.